Hey everyone, I am Nicole Byram and welcome to 5-Minute Word. So today for those of you listening in, you just need to know I am doing something different and that is I am making a video recording of this recording. So we'll see how this goes guys. I am trying to get with the times. I'm trying to get techie, but I just got to tell you that is not my strength. And if you're seeing this on YouTube, check out the former episodes on Anchor, on Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in to 5-Minute Words, subscribe, and go back and listen to all of the previous episodes and be encouraged. Okay, so this is really weird to be in front of a camera and doing this, but I just wanted to continue um, to bring you guys along this journey with me. So for those of you who don't know, I have been studying in the Old Testament for the last two years. I've been doing a read the Bible in the year plan, but it's been more like it's been two years now and I might be able to finish it out in 2023, but we'll see. So for the last two years, I have been in the Old Testament and as I've said before, I have grown to love it so, so much. And I have been in the Old Testament book of Hosea and that was last episode and this past, oh, two or three weeks now, I have been in the book of Isaiah and it has been amazing. I'm coming to the end of it tomorrow. I will finish up those last three chapters in Isaiah. But as I was reading today, I was just struck by something and I thought, oh my goodness, I need to do an episode about it. If for no other reason, just for me to cement it in my mind. So first of all, before we dive into that, I know I have mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again. If you are studying the Bible, particularly the Old Testament, because that can be kind of confusing, a lot of history, get yourself a really good study Bible. I love my ESV Reformation study Bible. I use it all the time. However, I just got a new study Bible that I'm now using in connection with that. And I think it's really cool. So for those of you on YouTube, I'm going to hold it up so you can see. It is the Church History Study Bible. And this was from Crossway. They advertised it to me on um, Instagram and I just couldn't say no. <laughs> so, but it's really cool. The commentary is all passages or excerpts from just famous, well-known theologians and pastors in church history. So you have everybody from um, Athanasius and Augustine to John Calvin, Martin Luther, a lot of Spurgeon in there. It's just been really cool. I've only had it for a few days, but already it has been a blessing to me. So highly recommend getting um, some form of very good quality study Bible. All right, now that we are three minutes in and I haven't even gotten to Isaiah yet, let's look at Isaiah 62. And this is addressed to Israel, but I want to note something. And I know some churches might teach this differently and, and that's okay. But I just want to note that we are the true Israel, the church. And like, I can't even explain how this has changed, how I've started to see things so differently. When you look at Galatians, we look at Galatians 3, 28 and 29. And this is a famous passage where it says, there is neither Jew nor Greek nor slave, nor free. There is no male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring. 
heirs according to promise. So we are grafted in as Gentiles, as non-Jews. We are grafted in a part. We become a part of Israel. And in John 10, when Jesus is speaking about himself as the door and the good shepherd, he says in John 10, 16, And I have other sheep that are not of this fold, meaning Gentiles. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. So sometimes people call this um, maybe replacement theology, that they're saying the church replaces Israel, but really it's fulfillment of all the prophecies and what the prophet Isaiah is writing about. He's speaking to the nation Israel, but really it applies and finds its fulfillment in Christ and in the church, and it is so glorious. So in Isaiah 62, he's talking about Zion's coming salvation. And I'm just going to read the first five verses. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet. Until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a burning torch. The nations shall see your righteousness and all the kings your glory. And you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no more be termed forsaken, and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called, My delight is in her, and your land married. For the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a young woman, so shall your sons marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. And I, I thought that was such a beautiful passage, a beautiful depiction of our God delighting in us, his people. And I'm just going to read one of the quotes um, from the commentary from um, my New Church History Bible on verse 3, which was the one about us being a crown of beauty in the hands of the Lord. And this is from, and I'm going to be honest, I do not know all of these people um, that these quotes are by. And this was one who was a new name to me but it's from Charles Simeon. And honestly, I cannot even pronounce the um, article or the book with from which it's from. Um, I would just butcher it. But this is what he said. God should be a crown of glory to us as adding glory to us, crowning us with loving kindness and tender mercies is conceivable enough, but that we should be a royal diadem to him is utterly inconceivable. But yet that is what scripture says we are, and it is inconceivable. It's amazing, God's love for us, his delight in us. And I just read that today, and I was so encouraged, and I just wanted to share that um, in this five-minute word episode, that we can be encouraged. We are in Christ. We are part of the true Israel, and these words written 700 years before Jesus are for us. These words find their fulfillment in Christ and in his church. And I just wanted to encourage you today with that. So thank you for joining me. If you um, enjoyed this video, this podcast, like, share, comment, do all of the good social media things, and I will be back next time.